0: Firstly, if we can just, um, uh, Ms. Miller, just find out what the situation is like right now uh, on the entry at Moy River because earlier we understood that there were still fires raging uh, from some of those um, mm-hmm. trucks that had been torched. So what is the situation like right now?
1: The situation right now is normal although although the roads are still closed the as they are still trying to remove those trucks truck that have burnt and those that have damaged. And also, the police, uh, provincial management is also there. The team is there at uh, Moe River just to, to, to monitor and to ensure that the police are on there. Uh, there are 54 protesters that were arrested and are uh, appearing in Moe River Magistrate Court as we are talking, facing the charges of public violence.
0: Ms. Mele, uh, did you have to bring in any uh, police reinforcements to take care of the situation?
1: Yes, the police from the local uh, stations, policing area, as well as the police from the public, order policing that are uh, better dealing with the protests as well as the riots, they are there at the Moy River as we are talking now to ensure that uh, the the situation is normal.
0: So we we do know that uh, during the Easter uh, long weekend uh, we saw similar incidents taking place at this very same place. So uh, has the police uh, have you actually learned anything about what happened during that time and uh, also uh, was there nothing to indicate to you that this would flare up
1: again? Like like as I, I what I can say to you is that this was an illegal protest. That is why, with uh, as the police, we ended up arresting this, this, the protesters. And we, the information that we have is that the protesters are from Moye River area, the community. So, if the protest is illegal, there's no one who's alerted of the of the of the protest. So, and uh, if there is if there's going to be a, for a legal protest, protest we usually have the meetings with those people that the convener or the coordinator of the same process so that we know, and so to ensure that the, the policing is there and they are not the meetings that are there. Let's remember here in this case, is the commuters that are there in the river, and they are complaining that they are not employed by the truck owners. Instead, it's the foreign nationals that are employed by the uh, the, the, the owner of the truck.
0: So are these protesters uh, truck drivers, unemployed truck drivers, or are they um, members of the broader community?
1: It's members of the communities. We cannot say it's an unemployed truck drivers because we, we're not aware whether they've got driver's license, Those people that are protesting, or they've got the permits to drive the trucks, but it's only the communities there in the Moira River area.
0: Well, we are going to leave it there. Thank you so much uh, for that update. Just a final one before I let you go there, Ms. Mbele. Uh, any indication at this stage as to how much longer before that road is completely opened?
1: Yeah, it will depend on those people that are towing the trucks away. Remember, there are more than 30 trucks that have been including the ones that were been. So it will depend on the on the uh, the, the is only dealing with criminal activity, but the RTI and Metro, door, the the that are dealing with the roads and ensuring that the roads are functioning. I think uh, that's what the people can concern is those people that are working with them on the track.
0: Thanks so much for your time. And that was uh, police spokesperson Tembe Gambele. And we're joined now by uh, the spokesperson for the Road Freight Association and uh, also on the story on the N3. Thanks for your time this afternoon, uh, Mr. Gavin Kelly.
2: Yes, Sakina, how are you?
0: I'm very well, thanks. Um, firstly, uh, just uh, take us through, you know, some of the damage uh, that was sustained by uh, some of your member associations during this protest
2: a number of different types of, of damage, unfortunately. Some of it has just been minor malicious damage, so there's been broken glass, there's been punctured tires or ripped tarpaulins, um, and that has escalated all the way into, as you've seen, a number of trucks actually burnt out where the, the truck's not recoverable, some of the cargo has been damaged, um, cargo's been stolen, a petrol tanker hit the and, and that's very dangerous because you can have explosions that can actually hurt other people, other motorists. So it's, it's, it's been a spread of, of some minor damage to some really bad stuff. We've had drivers injured. Thank goodness we haven't had anyone who's, who's lost his life, his or her life yet. And I say yet, and I don't mean we want that to happen, but that's been the spread.
0: Mr. Kelly, uh, this is the second incident this month. And uh, just speaking to the police, uh, they did not see this flaring up again. Did you, on your part, uh, take any precautions uh, in this regard?
2: Well, it's very difficult to take precautions because, obviously, if, you, if we knew this was going to happen, then we could have done something about it. I think everybody thought that that little episode that happened down at the Moy River uh, Plaza two, two weeks ago on the Easter weekend was an isolated incident and that it wouldn't happen again. And if the issue was, was real in terms of what they were talking about, they would have followed advice given to them and gone to the Bargaining Council and Department of Labour so nobody saw this coming again. Everyone thought that that was a, sort of a once-off and it was done. An unfortunate once-off, but done.
0: And some of the accusations that are being held around is that um, the trucking companies are hiring foreign nationals at the expense of locals. What's your comment on this?
2: Sakina, so a very, very untested accusation that's set out. I think let's start off at the very beginning. Trucking companies employ people who are willing to work for them, and you can only work for a South African company if you have a work permit issued by Home Affairs that's been approved through the Department of Labor. So that's the very first starting point. Is bring the proof that this is in actual fact happening so we could deal with it and take it to the Bargain Council that has a department that deals with such, such matters. Um, it, it doesn't pay a company, to employ people illegally because obviously the, apart from penalties, you're not always sure you're getting a, a decent driver or that you're, your goods are going to be safe. So it's, it's an untested accusation.
0: And uh, just going forward, you know, um, do you intend doing anything to actually um, make sure that your drivers are safe and not just on the N3 but elsewhere as well? Because one would hate to think that there would be you know copycat incidents elsewhere around the country.
2: Exactly. I think that's everyone's greatest fear, that it's not just going to be the N3, it'll be everywhere else. We have got some things in place, which I'm obviously not going to speak too much about right now, because that could uh, conflict or could actually compromise their safety. So we have some things in place, yes.
0: Well, we leave it there. Thanks so much for your time and speaking to us here on Updated Noon. That was uh, Gavin Kelly, who is the spokesperson for the Road Freight Association. Our reporter, Fanele Mflongo, also on the N3 there to give us the latest. Fanele, good afternoon. And what's happening on the the N3 at Moe River at this stage?
1: Uh, the latest from the Moy River is that uh, uh, the roads have been opened, but the lane that has been opened is the one coming from Peter Peak uh, towards Johannesburg This is the lane that has now been opened. Uh, the other lane is still closed as the operations is still continuing.
0: And Fanele, are there still residents uh, milling about there or has it quietened down?
1: Uh, There are no residences that are protesting here. The only people that we can see are are looters who are coming here still trying to collect some of the goods that I believe they had hidden from last night. And those people have now been stopped by police, and police are collecting all those goods, the ones that have have now been uh, taken by the committee members. Vanella,
0: the last we heard, about fifty people had been arrested by the police. Uh, is there any update on that situation?
1: Yes, there are fifty-four people that have been arrested by police from last night, and they are expected to appear in court on Wednesday. From the information that they, from the police, it's that the police are still trying to verify information of these people, so they will be appearing in court on Wednesday.
0: And any updates on the drivers, uh, some of them who were injured? There was one, we understand, who'd been uh, uh, doused in petrol or something like that. Any update on that score?
1: Uh, There are no drivers that were arrested from protest and some of the drivers that are foreign nationals that we were able to, to talk to, they said that they were taken by police to a place of safety last night, and now they, they are saying that what they said is they are fearing for their lives. As we understand that this is not the first protest, the other protest, a similar protest took place uh, during the Easter weekend, so they are asking government to intervene and try to come with a solution.
0: Our reporter out on the N3 at the Moy River Plaza uh, giving us the latest there. One lane has been open to traffic uh, coming through to Johannesburg. So uh, if you are moving up this way, it probably still will be slow, but hopefully things will get back to normal as soon as possible. 0891 that's the number if there's something very urgent. And I understand we do have a truck driver, Dan Mufa King, um, uh, calling us now. Uh, Dan, good afternoon and thanks for calling us.
3: Good afternoon, ma'am. How are
0: you? I'm very well. How are you doing?
3: I'm very good, thank you.
0: So, uh, you wanted to comment on the situation of uh, what's been happening on the N3 at the Moira River Toll Plaza.
3: Yeah, ma'am. I actually want to comment uh, to the utterances that the gentleman from the Roadfight Association is making, that the ignorance that is bringing uh, into the air to say if those people have a uh, proof uh, of what they are talking about then they should bring it. But they can see that there is something that is happening. You know, that is the the, the main problem that uh, is affecting us here with the truck drivers. That if we bring something to the table or something to be discussed, they need that proof uh, of them from, from day one until Something like this, uh, uh, incidents like this uh, uh, come to place, and then there is nothing to do now because the damage has been done already. Because they know already, they they know themselves that uh, the employers, they don't comply, and the employers, they don't want to to, to make things good uh, for for the drivers. That is the problem that we are faced with here in the road flight industry.
0: So what's the solution, or at least how or where do you start working towards a solution?
3: You know, uh, Madam, uh, the solution can only be one. Because now uh, the working relationship between uh, the employers and the employees has have been, have been damaged by the bargaining council and the trade unions. So if we raise uh, problems with the bargaining council and the trade unions, nothing has uh, come to our rescue. So I think it is best now as uh, the the employees and the employers to sit around the table without uh, the the third party so that we can see maybe we can come up with a solution on our own without anyone interfering on our issues.
0: Well, thanks so much for calling in there. Uh, Dan Mufukeng was a truck driver raising his view on the matter